0: You're listening to Can I Help You with the Love Master himself, Craig Shoemaker. Well, welcome. It's Craig Shoemaker with. We uh, knew that already because you downloaded. It's not like you're just uh, searching the airwaves like we used to do. You actually made a commitment. You downloaded, and hopefully, you'll put the high rating, whatever they do these days. Don't you just feel like an old man sometimes. You know, five stars, Craig Shoemaker. That, five stars. That's right. That's our guest, Angelo Cataldi, and he is from my hometown of Philadelphia. I'm here now. Actually, this is in a studio. It probably sounds a lot better than my normal podcast because they have us all in a high highfalutin studio because that's what Angelo does. He's a, a host for a very, very long time on WIP. I wanted to have him on because I want to be on the other side of the microphone this time and ask him the questions. So uh, what Hollywood celebrities have you slept with, Andrew? <laughs> Um,
1: So far, none. But there's a whole bunch on my list that I hope
0: to get to when I move out to Hollywood. Every time I come to Philadelphia, you ask me, who have I slept with? I have to come up with stories that aren't even mine now. I just read them in a matter. book somewhere.
1: I don't care if they're true. You live true. vicariously. I just found out today you slept with Daryl Hannah, and that just... excited me. Didn't you say that?
0: See, if you say See you how you them. twist it? I said I did a movie where she didn't sleep with me, even right. though the script called for it. And uh, it said canoodling. However, I, was very I assumed excited.
1: after the filming was done, you took her up for a little late lunch, and then who
0: knows? We did go on a very long drive, but only because she needed a ride home. <laughs> 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 that's, the, that's the only reason she went. And she ended up connecting with my wife. Really? Well, they're very earthy. My wife okay. is very earthy and yeah. new agey, you know. Well, she that's can...
1: kind of rooting, ruining the whole fantasy for me right now. Oh, really? I live through other people. You see, my life is boring, so I assume you're out in Hollywood. You made it big out there. That all these people that you're meeting, you're probably sleeping with and and have great
0: stories. You'd make those assumptions. That's good by me. But if you saw her car, you wouldn't be turned on either. She has a car. (laughs) Really? She has a car that she had uh, tricked out where it takes... She pulls up to McDonald's and takes their french fry oil. And that's what fuels her car. I am not kidding you. Oh, no. I'm like... And so when she... If you drive behind her, you are smelling French fries the entire time. I was like, You're oh, gonna, awesome. gonna attract seagulls. Wow, or that's like, better so, than perfume. She looks like Tippi Hedren from The Birds. Who, by the way, I will never forget. She was a guest on your show. Yes. Literally one of the funniest moments in my life. Where you're a hot old broad or something like that. <laughs> so I was like, I, was, I did not sleep with her. Uh, Tippy Hedren. Yeah, Mm-mm. but uh, so. Yeah, Daryl Hannah has a car that is—I um, don't know what it's called—but it, so it's diesel, biodiesel. That's hilarious. And she pulls up to McDonald's and says, "When you're done with the French fries, give give the oil wow. to me." And she fills her car up with it. She's very, very eco. My wife is a second behind her. Yeah, my wife gets turned on if, if I compost. Really? I'm like, look, honey, there's a banana peel going in the can. <laughs> look at this. Now, now, what's your wife like? What's like? What's life like at home? With the big superstar.
1: You would not believe it. Really? We do four hours a day here at WIP, and I pour most of my energy into that. And I come home, and I'm pretty much useless for the remainder of the day. She has realized that it's a good deal for her because I go to sleep at 6 p.m., I get up at 2. So I'm honored you came she, to my show last year. She I came to your show because you're the finest stand-up comedian Well, in uh, yeah, I wasn't Let's searching for that compliment, but it's you did fact. but
0: you did go to the show. I did. I, I remember you being there. And, I and you made saying, it almost all the way to the end. Well, you it was <laughs> I did make it to the end,
1: but I didn't know you were doing a Bruce Springsteen thing cuz it went like 3 hours. <laughs> but it was hilarious the whole way, way past
0: your nap time. Oh, way past Way so, past. yeah, what is that like? You have to get up at what, what time? So a Angelo two. does a morning show for many years. How many years is it now? Twenty-five? Twenty-nine 25? years. Twenty-nine. Wow. Wow. That when is a Mars. lot. All with WIP. It's, Came to Philadelphia from New England. I'm right. always wondering, what do you find the differences are in New well, England? It always qualifies just East Coast. Yep. But mm-hmm. you've, if you divide up the East Coast, it really isn't doesn't have one giant flavor. Definitely different accents.
1: You're right. Um, but is there a big,
0: what's the biggest a, difference you see? I, I New England it, and Philadelphia.
1: I did it for sports because I was a sports writer up in Providence, yeah. Rhode Island, where I grew up. And um, up there, there's a ton of hero worship. A lot of it. They they worship their stars. Well, like Brady. Their gods. Oh, that's oh, unbelievable. Well, I mean, when I was up there, call you Stremski and Larry Absolutely, Bird yes. and all those guys. And I hated that. I like the city. The reason I came here, I got a job offer at the inquiry here. But the other reason was because I love the booing. Oh, I,
0: I love the thought negative. Thought of it that way. You're I right. Love the they don't have hero worship here. Not like that. No. Oh no. no it's Mike Schmidt's one of the greatest third baseman. The greatest third baseman. And and there is oh, no worship for this none. guy.
1: And they, they they got the Eagles got booed in their opening game when they went three and out <laughs> after they just won the Super Bowl, <laughs> and I find that wonderful.
0: Your topic today yep. was about Mark Hell Fultz. Yes. Now, for those of you that don't know sports or don't know, but he was the first pick of the, of the 76ers a year ago, and they traded up to get him with the Boston Celtics, the hated Boston Celtics. So not only do they trade their pick, but they, the Celtics end up picking a guy that we could have had, Ingram, who torches. Rick Tatum. Um, Tatum, I mean. He's awesome. T- Tatum. So, yeah, Tatum tortures.
1: And will for the next decade or more.
0: I know. So, and now the topic on your show today is it's, it's the debut, the home debut of this poor kid who has, he has like mental issues.
1: Yes, he does.
0: Right. Yes, he does. So that's the thing, and we all know this. Absolutely. And yet, you're encouraging him to be booed tonight if he misses one shot,
1: in a subtle fashion.
0: Why don't you go? I myself
1: would boo him. All right, because and I would boo him because I would like to make a statement about how bad it all turned out.
0: He's a twenty-year-old kid, though, who already is concerned with his feelings. Right. Why don't you just show up at his psychologist's office and boo him as he's walking in the door? <laughs> because this guy's going to need so much psychology. You have the doctor's name, <laughs> so that's why you love being here in Philadelphia. Yeah, I do. You're much more resonant with that The negativity, than you are. And I they're love not that. They're not as negative up there.
1: Not, any, not even close. In Boston. And I knew back, back 30 years ago when I came here, um, the writing was negative. There was some of the most vicious columnists yeah. in the city. And I was doing writing then, and I just wanted to be like that. that that's what I thought was, was great. Because when I was a kid, I was never an athlete, never aspired to be one, often was bullied by the actual athletes. Yeah. I was the vice president of my chess club in high school. Really? Yes. And so I always hated the guys that were the athletes. The quarterback. So I always looked for the opportunity someday to pay them back. And I've done that and been compensated for it for 30 years. <laughs> it's a beautiful way that turned we out. We
0: have something in common. I knew yeah. I liked you for a reason. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I was the geek in high school. Yeah. All the girls used the F word with me. Right. Friend. Right. So it's a friend. Exactly. They, you know how they all pee together, the posse pee? Oh, yeah. They took me with them. That's right. What a, that's what a geek I was.
1: The only difference is you ended up sleeping with a lot of the Hollywood actors and I never did.
0: <laughs> so I'm at the top of your jealousy slash resentment list. Damn right. I heard you, you say that the Mitch big album this
1: morning. <laughs> you, you left
0: the little city and made it big on the other coast. See, I'd rather do what you're doing. You would. So I have envy for you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, now no. I've done, you know, obviously everything, you know, yeah. movies, television, everything. And uh, according to you, I've also slept with everything, but I have not, it's not, the list isn't that long. It's a a humorous list actually. So, but I love radio. Don't you love it? You create theater of the mind. It's
1: great. And I have a face for it. So that works too. (laughs) But, but no, honestly, Craig, there's no question in my mind that if you wanted to do this, you would do it as
0: well as anybody. I did do it. Well, I know you you have, but what I'm saying is you could be as good as anyone in the business. Yeah, but there's no money in it anymore. You yeah, took all the money. I did take you, it. All. You signed your contracts back when they had contracts. And that's something. And don't you think that radio, and you can speak freely here, I believe that it was taken down by the bean counters that are not creative and they're just looking at numbers and the people mm-hmm. meters and all these things and all these algorithms and formulas when they just just let us be, right?
1: We, believe it or not, in Philadelphia, we've been kind of insulated from that development, although I see that it's true. Yeah. If you have a name in Philadelphia, you still get enough people to listen so that you can get paid well.
0: And they're following you. their family. Yes. That's why nice. Action News. I did a report in college, and that's and oh, I'm old. It was about Action News being number one, and they have not been off of number one since. Philadelphia the sounds
1: like it's from the 70s, doesn't
0: it? It is from the 70s. Right? I mean, that they never changed the
1: jingle. Never changed the formula. That's
0: Philadelphia. And Philadelphia's so They lock in on you. It's loyal. Is Jim Gardner still on? Yes. Yeah. They they just have to tune into Jim Gardner. Before him, it was Larry Kane. This is the way Philadelphians are. So is that a difference also from Philly and New England? No. I'll tell you what. kind of loyalty embrace you
1: for a long time. But you have to be nicer there. And it didn't fit my personality because you're not nice. No, I'm really not. <laughs> Underneath this um, ugly exterior is an ugly inside, also.
0: Really? Yes, very much. You see, it's uh, what well, we talked. We talk deep on our show, so you and you're just being honest. Totally. you so You have this seething like anger, and yeah. is, it, is it the kind of I'm going to get back at them that still stays right. with you?
1: Craig, My mom is still alive at ninety-seven. Mm-hmm. If I call her up today and I mentioned Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. She will do 15 minutes nonstop profane on Donald Trump (laughs) at 97. (laughs) An anger boils within us from generation to generation. She passed it down. She passed it down. I had an uncle who was a complete lunatic. He had a stroke and died in the middle of a rant. Right. This, <laughs>
0: That's this, the way you want to go.
1: Well, you know. You want to go doing a rant. It wouldn't be terrible, right? It wouldn't be terrible. In
0: mid-sentence, well, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way you want to go. I never thought about that. I wonder if I, do I want to go in anger? <laughs> I, I have to be honest with you. I was that way, and I'm, yeah. I've i got to the other side.
1: Because you went to the other coast.
0: That's, That's not what it, is. it Oh, isn't. maybe you're right.
1: Isn't it a lot less intense
0: there? Whoa. Ridiculous. But the thing is, I've talked about this recently, is. There's a there's a paradigm that develops where, and a system that develops. It could be a nationwide, a worldwide, or a citywide or a townwide, and you you kind of assimilate to that. So you and I assimilated to a certain way of being here. You respond with resentment and anger, and yep. and it's it's all it's all fear based. But you won't even use the word fear. It's it's, true, you, you're a wuss if you say fear. You're right. But I was I jumped out of that by just the move yeah I got removed from my own family why wow. my mom doesn't speak to me in years no, yeah I would love if she ranted about the, the, <laughs> she ran about Bernie Sanders trump I don't care what it is no wait i hear n- n- not a word from her and my wow. sister as well there is this uh feeling of uh that you left the the herd wow. you left the herd.
1: I would believe that in this area in Philadelphia that they would resent the fact that you didn't think it was what you wanted you know? no
0: you don't do what you don't do what you want, you do what they want. Yeah, yeah. And, and you, people jump in on this system of yep. living. If you go out of the system, you're resented. And I think if you do boil that down, what do you think that's about?
1: Um, they're very provincial. They really feel that the, yeah. where they live is the best place. And they think that you are abandoning them. Exactly. There's a sense of abandonment. Yeah. I really think that. But you I don't have that in New England. Yes. Oh, they no. do have it. They, believe me, and I'm on. The, when I come on the air, I talk about my hometown of Providence and say that I think when I die, since it's pretty assured I'm going to hell, that I'll just go back to Providence, <laughs> that it was just such an awful place to live. That, I think that I've that's, been there. I hate it. It's so Not bad. Not my favorite. I, I hate it. And, and people go, you have no loyalty to your hometown. And I said, I didn't pick that. I picked Philadelphia because I really like it. I, I was born into that town. If you stay there, then I guess
0: you love it. I didn't. So if you retire, you don't go back there. God no, because people I, have asked me if I go back to Philadelphia, and I love the Philly roots. You do love having the roots of there, though, because that's where that's where your uh, personality was formed. Even the fact yeah. that you had to deal with these situations, you might not have if you grew up in Iowa. You probably wouldn't have this edge.
1: Well, here's the thing. No, I, I don't have any of that allegiance whatsoever. I've said to my sister, who's up there now, she's in her early 70s, and I said, uh, Phyllis, when mom passes, um, you will never see me again in Providence. You're not to have to come, come out to Philadelphia because I hate it that much. And then she said, what makes you think you're going to live longer than mom? <laughs> <laughs> she's still going strong in ninety seven. And, and no. I'm on my last leg. And she's still so. feisty. She's still feisty yeah, and I it's it. um but I have no allegiance to my hometown. I know you, yeah. I hear in you that you still love Philadelphia. I, I hear do. it. I do. And you you've never lost your connection but, to the city. Don't want to live here. But you don't. No. no. You would never live
0: here Pe- again. People people have asked me if you retire or even if I got a job here. Right. If I took your job. Yes. Which I'm eyeing it up by the That would be fine with me. I'm ready to leave. That would be a good choice by them. All right, but you would not actually. I would contemplate that. You would move back. Yeah, but it really is. It's very relaxed there. Yeah. You know, you don't really have a chance to chill as much here and kind of get to know yourself because there's so much noise. There's a lot of noise. Mm. A lot of a like the energy around here is very intense, and you feel it in your body. You have to take so much so.
1: I I usually get a week, and I usually go to the West Coast for the week. Oh yeah, and I go to either L.A., Dana Point, San Diego because I love the vibe. It's a relaxed, isn't vibe. it? Though it's so much different.
0: It really is, and people actually resent that as well. You you always hear, but people talk about California like you're crazy. Like uh-uh. they say it's a granola bar, nuts, fruits, flakes. Mm-mm. But what they're really saying is, these are people that are. Uh, They embrace their uniqueness because we are all unique human beings. Yeah. But here you have to join the gang and all be the same. Very true. People resent when you kind of go be the real you. And that's what that afforded me. A lot of people think, oh, liberal Hollywood, like there's some meetings that happen. You know, like I get together with the, like other actors and go, let's have a liberal meeting. What, what's our stance on me too? You know what I mean? Right. There's no meetings. No. The, the, all it is is you're just getting away from a system of living. Yeah. And then you're allowed to now find out who you are. And yep. that's what happened with me. And that's why I'm more relaxed though. And I do like it. You were
1: more intense when you lived oh, here. Oh
0: my God. You know yeah. when I got- Because there... you're pretty intense now. I, I can't believe it. Everybody tells me
1: <laughs> Oh, when you're on stage? Oh, my God. You are really, I mean, energy.
0: Yeah. Energy. Well, it's funny, because when I get off stage, I've peed next to people, and they don't know it's me, like one minute <laughs> later. it Wasn't he yeah. good? And I go, he was all right. But you're like you have a different because persona. Because I, I seem, I don't, yeah. Right? I, it's a whole other persona. But I think I do have an intensity. I, I was in an acting class one time, years ago. And the guy says, okay, class, what we're going to do is we're going to stand in front of one another. This is our first day. And just look at the person. You're not allowed to say a word. And they are going to feed back what the energy is that they are receiving. And I'll never forget Three people in a row. I'm standing there. And they just go, you look like you're going to pounce on me. (laughs) Next one goes. Wow, you have a lot of hate, and and I'm trying to show my vulnerable eyes. Mm -hmm. I'm really, literally trying to to will into them that I'm not intense. And every one of them said that. They all talked to the. It's an East Coast thing, I think. It is something that there's certain things that can't be dropped. It's part of your DNA. Right. But it is much more freeing to at least have the outlet here. You re- there aren't many outlets. I mean, yoga's starting now around here. And meditation. Yep, it is.
1: It's not as. But it's not going to stick the way it does on the West Coast. Well,
0: I mean, even if I come back and hang out with my old friends, it's. Yeah. I I order a, a vegetable, and I go vegetable, Joe California over here with a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you, yeah. It's like out of their thinking. Yeah. Right. But it but instead of, like, like, investigating or researching why a Californian would do certain things, they just, like, kind of just go, dismiss it. Yeah. And they go, hey, you're a bunch of idiots out there.
1: They but- hate it. Well, I always attack the West Coast because of sports, right? Oh, I, well, I agree with that. Well, the problem is that the TV networks, which are based out there, all believe that they have to cater to the West Coast sports fans by having big, big sports events on late at night. Well, most of these big final moments in these games are after midnight oh, yeah. on the East Coast. Right. We're not you're either staying up till you're bleary eyed or you're missing them. True. And they're catering to the wrong people. The people that care the most are on the East Coast. That is true. But they do it. Craig, they do it and it's so frustrating because we'll come in and the game ended at one thirty in the morning and no one saw it. You know what part of
0: it is on the East Coast, you are literally born into it. Yes. From the moment you're born. You're right. Like if you're born in LA, there isn't somebody putting, you know, making a photo of you at 1 month old with a with a Phillies cap and a glove. Now, they're not do, they're not doing that. You are 100% they're not indoctrinating right. you right, right away. You are told sports if especially if you're a boy.
1: Shoot, I got a, a granddaughter who's 6 weeks old. And her,
0: How much Eagles wear does she have already? <laughs>
1: the first week, she was born on a Monday. Mm-hmm. It was an Eagles game, the Sunday, six days old. Yeah, They had a sweater on her with the Eagles logo yeah. under her chin. And she, at that point, was just basically eating and pooping, right? That's yeah. all she was doing. She was indoctrinated as an Eagles fan six days after birth. And she will be taught the eagle chair before da-da. <laughs>
0: <laughs> bye, eagle, bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, it really is a difference. I don't see it much out there. Now, you know, Jeannie Buss and I, it's my ex-girlfriend, we're very close. and We talk about this. And It's another one. Put L- it on the list. La- Laker, Laker fans, though, yeah. are, I will give it up for them a little bit. Right. But the thing is, the difference is, in Philadelphia, they'll stick with you even if you stink. They kind of enjoy it more. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of weird this year the yeah. first game of the eagles game it was kind of it weird because weird. We, we didn't had, know how to act you don't <laughs> do not act wait who won <laughs> we won but you're so yeah. you don't i didn't care as much right the first game of any year up leading up to that with no super bowls it's it's like because you're starting fresh but now they're not starting fresh because they're already fresh wow. it's a strange it's a strange it thing sure but is. you're indoctrinated at a very early age So there are West Coast things that I don't enjoy as much, but that does give you a little more free time. You know, the other thing they do, by the way, on the uh, West Coast with the sportscasters, yeah, forced humor. They all think they're comedians on ESPN. Not funny, (laughs) but it's they they do the they have that little look on their face like I'm a comedian. Well, you're not up late at night. You know what no, I'm, I'm, I'm
1: thinking of Terry Bradshaw on the pregame show. Oh, him! Almost, w- w- almost wait. everything that he's Forget laughing at shtick. is not funny.
0: Forget the shtick with him. Yeah, I, 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 enough. It's not of it. funny. It's so bad. It, last mm. week he tried to do an English accent. Terrible. With the T thing, and you know that they're coming up with bits going, "Hey, this will be funny." No, it's not. <laughs> Maybe on done Duck Dynasty. Roles. But, he's been in movies. I, I mean, bad movies, I, but he's been in them. But he just plays himself. Yes, I know it. And you know, it, even that's forced. Even himself right. is forced. I know. <laughs> He's such a nice guy, Doing too. Doing himself is forced. That's even forced. Well, that's not good. Yeah. and But don't you feel that when you <laughs> see the the, broad, the ESPN? I hate it all. Yeah.
1: I, there's some of that here, too, though. There's some of that here, too. There are a lot of people who want to be in your line of work who don't belong in your line of work.
0: Yeah. They're not Well, funny. I have to give it up to you. I mean, not just because you're with me. And this is why I did want you on the podcast. You know, you know I travel around the country, and I do literally hundreds of radio shows, and you're one of my favorites. Thank you. And the reason is because you're honest. Mm. And that is the key to comedy. The key to comedy, if anybody's listening out there and you want to get into comedy or any of the arts, radio, television, if you can be your honest self, and I love that you're saying that, yeah, I hate people, I resent this. It's da, the da. truth. But, but you, you're shrugging. Yeah. You'd be surprised how many people are so image conscious so worried about ratings, so worried about offending people, and you're just going, here's me, take me or leave me, and they're all taking you because your ratings are still number one. So that's why I wanted to let you know that's my assessment of why you're so popular. It's it's all because you're honest. Comedy is not jokes. Comedy is a revealing of your truth. And it's people that are connecting with it. They're either going, ah, that's happened to me. (laughs) I never want that to happen again. (laughs) That happened to my friend. And there's some connection that they're having with your truth. They feel you through that microphone.
1: Well, I want to reverse it on you because you're a guest on our show plenty of time. And I have a lot of comedians on our show. And very few of them want to go off script. No, exactly. And you're able to do it. And what that says to me is... Guy's a wit. The guy's funny by nature. nature it isn't yeah. only the written
0: word that makes him funny. He yeah. can be funny spontaneously. When I coach comedians, I tell them that all the time. I said, you're going to be in a million different situations. You'll yeah. be. What if you're on a radio show with a guy that keeps pressing buttons with sound effects? You oh, know, how God. are you going to respond to that? Yeah. You as you. Because right. that's not going to fit your jokes. Right. What if he interrupts your joke with a sound effect? Right. Now what do you do? You're going to go back to the script because we're all going to feel it, then it's yeah. inorganic. You're right. Be organic.
1: That's the, it You know how many f- how few comedians
0: know that or feel comfortable enough that's to do exactly that? That's are right. When and I coach, that's, that's, that's what case. I tell them all the time. You're right. when I'm mentoring, I say you've got to forget the jokes. Yeah. They are born out of I mean, this just this morning we I did your show. They were brand new, yeah, brand new in the moment jokes that yep. were written. Some of them co-written by your cast members. Yes, they were. Set them up for. Right. Set them and up. And they're not paid oh, much punch. either. I can't believe they were doing that.
1: Because <laughs> really, if you heard what they were getting, it would be embarrassing.
0: To you, you know, how you get paid though. You do get paid. It doesn't. It sounds corny. You do get paid with the laughs and entertaining people.
1: Yeah. You do. More than no, anyone so do I've you. ever met.
0: So do you. I mean, no, but
1: uh, everyone. But if you
0: weren't connecting with people, making them laugh absolutely and entertaining, right. I listened to this morning, by the way, to your show. Really? It's very compelling. It's fun because you're all, you told one of your guests that you resent them and you're jealous. It's a truth. <laughs> I know it is. Mitch Album.
1: Yes. Very famous guy. We were both writers working on newspapers. Yeah. I ended up schlepping around for 30 years in Philadelphia radio. He wrote nine bestsellers. Yeah. He gives money to charity. I have no interest in helping I people. love that line. You well, said that this frat. morning. You said None uh, of what I'm saying I is my made up. up. I know that's I what do I
0: do. nothing for people. I'm just here to let you know the key. <laughs> you have the key. You just don't know it sometimes. Okay. I didn't know. You don't know. I didn't that, know is, it. that is your key. When you said this morning, <laughs> I don't want to give to people. <laughs> that's I don't know. Ha- now, I'm just going to give you an audience perspective of that. Okay. You connected with my truth. I don't like well, giving to people either. But I know I'm supposed to, so I do. Yeah. But, but you, don't you, you, point, you don't either. At this point, people go with
1: understand that. that when it comes to charity, I leave it to others. I try to take all the money for myself.
0: <laughs> and that is the truth, isn't it? 100%. Come on. We're, we're, really? 100%. No, I, I, I give back. I gave money to a homeless guy the other day. Oh. I thought, but I have to be honest with you. Right. It's because I was... I was in need of uh, of, you of to a do win. Nice. No, okay. I wanted a, a win. I figured I'd win. <laughs> I, I would gamble that weekend, right. and I it was like, right. like God knows, he right. eh, gave the homeless guy money. I'm gonna make sure the Panthers cover.
1: Right. <laughs> so, no, I don't want to get the wrong Im- impression. I give a lot to charity. Whenever my accountant says you have to do something and you're gonna get clobbered on taxes, then I give it to a
0: charity. Yeah, so it's still selfish. Most, moves, most yes. moves, when you think about it's it, most selfish. moves we make in life are selfish. They are. If you boil them down, it always comes back to something. Even if you're getting a pat on the back, yes. how many people really do the anonymous thing? Even when I do the anonymous thing, yep. I still want someone to know. And then I want them to be a big mouth and tell someone. Sure,
1: do you want to know what people are really like? And I know you're on Twitter. Read the responses. That's a person who's anonymous enough to say how they really feel. Most everyone has a dark side. Oh, yeah. It's and all they, coming out on social networks. Philadelphia is unusually dark.
0: Yeah. But I embrace that. I call them the keyboard cowards. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, but there's so many of them. I know. And they right? just come out and they love to attack. Oh, And then you look at their profile. Do you ever wander over to the profile yeah. to check it out? Yeah. Three followers. <laughs> Three followers. It's like,
1: and mom's about to bring down a grilled cheese sandwich.
0: <laughs> to the basement. Yes. here you go, honey. <laughs> it is true. But people, what I think is going on in society, period, and this goes, I'm not being political here. When I, I don't know what your political thing is. I don't have any. Oh, well, I always say that it's not politics. It's, it's ethics. And, yeah. it's, and it's, it's a social thing. And I don't like what's going on socially right now and that includes the guy who's the president yes because what he's doing politics are not right you know policies are not what he's doing is he's demonstrating for children how not to behave.
1: you're yeah, right that's you're my bottom right. line on all of it. that's a great point you're hundred percent right
0: I, I can't be proud and tell my child you know what if somebody doesn't do what you want them to do make sure you call them a name <laughs> you know
1: you know here's the thing now about about Trump since you brought him up and I don't have a strong opinion because I'm really not political at all. My dad was very political, I'm not. I think he turned me off to it. I am so superficial, right, that <laughs> I en- have enjoyed his presidency for the entertainment value. I agree. The very fact that he can call a porn star horseface. face. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're laughing. It's true. You are not getting that from Obama or Bush. I right. have to be honest. It's very I,
0: entertaining. I open up my Twitter to see what he said today. Every day. Every right? day.
1: Every day. It's so entertaining. It makes us bad people, don't get me wrong, because the country may be in a bad spot right now. But it is extremely
0: compelling. You can't deny it. Part of the compelling also is yep. is the people that, that are okay, the people that allegedly have values. Yep. That are okay with the porn star, okay with the playmate, okay with all the philandering, okay right. with... There was never even... A, there was one divorced president previous to this. I know it. And, and this guy three times brags about his affairs. I mean, it's unbelievable. One was his mistress who he married. I mean, it's amazing. That's the, another amazing thing to me is just to watch... I talked earlier about gangs. When people are in a gang, you can't look anywhere else. You're not going to question or challenge anything because right. you follow the gang. So, that's a great point. Yeah, and if, if the gang says, this is our guy, right. it doesn't matter. It's like the mob.
1: Yeah, it's no, like very mob. much so. You don't you're question that. Yeah, you're right. You are.
0: Right. Yeah, it's true, true. Don't question a single word. And whenever they would interview, I remember I lived in Philadelphia, whenever it was like a mob hit or something, they, all the neighbors are always go, oh, he was a good man right
1: yeah and and, and he was it like didn't a matter. serial killer it, it
0: didn't matter that he killed yeah. 57 people in a month he's a good man he gave back to the community he's a nice name went to every funeral <laughs> Right. Yeah. No. It's it's true. And that's how people. It's all fake. It's all bullshit. I love that you're. I love that. I knew I liked you for a different reason. I really don't know you that much personally. Much, but we had a little bit of hang time. But there were people around at the party this summer. The party this summer for the baby. For the baby. Ended up being the baby. Yes. She's
1: ruined my life.
0: But I also, move, but, but she's enhanced the your life. Thing yeah, see, in the see, see how it melted you. But the all that exterior. My wife
1: loves her so much that she wants to be closer to it, and I know if she has to pick between me and the baby, I'm screwed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you are a big baby. Uh, very much. That's so. the other thing about you and right. I have in common. We really don't want to grow up. No, we don't. We have this we immaturity won't. and this stuff that we're right. still trying to work out from our childhood. Right. Do you know I stood backstage on one of my big moments of life. I bet you're this way. It was a, I was the co-host of the Magic Johnson show. We've talked about what a failure and all that. But before I took the stage, before the failure, there was the backstage, behind that curtain, about to be introduced to a national television audience. What do you? I'm gonna have you guess. Yeah. What I was thinking in my mind. You were thinking about when you were a kid mm-hmm. and so how, far.
1: and and how, you never could have imagined that you would have made it to
0: this moment true but what was the negative what was the dark part that you and i would dark have in common part is what was i thinking about the problem is i'm a fraud and i'm gonna no fail. no no not what that one not that one come on you've got it i don't think so what did i what was my what was my motivation for going out there what was i thinking to myself once i explode onto this national level what was i thinking hot chicks exactly but not only that go, go deeper Um, hot chicks naked. No, hot (laughs) chicks that shot me down. No, they never, none of them did. No. None of them did. All the ones in high school, I asked 13 girls to the prom. You didn't. 13. And the one who went with me made out with Ricky Alamere in the corner. Oh, Ricky isn't even good-looking, and now he's not even... <laughs> he is, he's pretty good-looking. He was good-looking?
1: Yeah. Didn't make of himself. He's not a national sensation it, like you It doesn't
0: are. matter. It doesn't matter. I you was thinking to myself, really. I listed all 13 girls backstage. I'm going, oh, they're going to regret it. All right, but that's the on. kind of immaturity. I thought you would get that, because that's but, how you think, right? No, I.
1: But, but I, See, I never would think I would get any of those girls, because, come on, doesn't happen. But you got a lot of them in the end, and I got to believe... You were married to a movie actress,
0: right? Okay, yeah, a couple of them. When you were with her,
1: <laughs> when you were with her, you had to say to yourself, "Man, I'll bet those jackasses wish they were me right now." Don't they- come on, Craig. Come on. I'm trying. These Let are very attractive know, th- women. This is
0: a podcast. This is all about yep. honesty. I'm just, I'm trying to wear that for a moment. Come on. Think, I think about what I was thinking. There, there are moments where you're going. That's the thing I'm going to give you the bottom line on. You know, I've been with actresses. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give you, you're not going to like this. They're very, very, I'm not talking about my exes. I'm talking other ones. Other ones? (laughs) Wink, wink. Right. They're very, very insecure. They would go out with you in one second. They would. That's why they end up with a lot of geeks. They do not look at themselves like we do. It's the opposite.
1: So guys that are afraid to
0: ask should ask exactly why do you Um, think they end up with the nerds the nerds have nothing to lose really they all the time look who they end up with and and when they end up with another actor it never works because it's two narcissists in one room right see that's the theory that i had i'm going hey we're both in show business we know each other's language oh no doesn't work no the opposite because one's up and one's down that's no good so yeah, people
1: and- listening to this, when they see a beautiful actress or something, should, you know, take a run at it. <laughs> take a see run- what
0: happens. Maybe not in those terms. It's been in Philly too long. Take a run at it, guys. What do you got to lose? <laughs> it's, it's true, though, because boy, well, if I only had that attitude back then. Yeah. I, but I didn't. I'm insecure, so I'm not going to go up to some. I had no idea that these women were insecure, but now I know them all. Yeah. And they're so frail, and they just, this is why they think they have to sleep their way to the top. Wow. They, yeah, but, but we, we, we have them idolized, yeah. and once I, I know them all now, and the, the curtain is drawn. It's far from it. Wow, now
1: I'm definitely retiring in L.A., and I'm going to find out just how <laughs> desperate these gals are.
0: <laughs> Who's your number one these days? My I know number you one. love the ladies. I love I don't even know Red who Red they heads. are anymore. I love Jessica Chastain. Really she's amazing!
1: She's so beautiful. Her skin I is her. Uh, her
0: skin is very it's porcelain. Uh, You'll call that. Por- I would call oh. it clear. Oh, I can see just, her. I can literally see I her circulatory circuits. system. I love them
1: all. I love the girl from La La Land. Not to of her name. She's amazing too. I love redheads. My no. wife's a redhead.
0: Is that right?
1: Yeah, I still can't beautiful. believe I got my wife. What was she thinking?
0: Yeah, what was she thinking?
1: Everybody says that who
0: meets her. With with the behind their back, they're probably going money. Yeah.
1: No, they actually say cha ching. They don't even say. Oh, money. they say cha ching. That's what they say. And at this point, you know what? I'm not that fussy. If that's what it took, God bless.
0: her. I know. I've thought that many times. What the hell is she doing with me? Yeah, right. How many people do you know that they out? That we call it out punting the coverage. Oh, I a know lot so many guys business. where you're going, Are
1: you kidding
0: me? You But guy? now
1: you kinda told me why. Because the women, these beautiful women don't get asked out as much as we think they
0: do. That's exactly right. And
1: when an opportunity comes along,
0: see what happens. I'm gonna break it down one more level for you. Yep. And what they want out of the at the end of the day, yep. once they're over, they go and they sleep with all the hot guys and stuff like that. At the end of the day, they want security. So they're going with someone who offers the security. Because, it, it, look, we all we all go downhill. The wives, the husbands, everybody goes downhill. We're not Brad Pitt for the rest of our lives. Brad Pitt's not Brad Pitt anymore. <laughs> I understand
1: so, that, but I started at the bottom of the hill.
0: I did, too. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I was 5'1 in high school. Ninety two were? Pound, 92 pounds. Really? Yes. You grew into your looks very nicely. I, gr- I grew. I'm 6'2 now, but <laughs> I, was, I was just this squeaky-voiced wow. kid. Who made the girls laugh, and that was my connection to them.
1: See, and by the way, it
0: works. Well, it didn't work. I mean, I was I had sex and stuff, but it was with you know, like mm. it was with the ones that weren't on anyone else's list. <laughs> <laughs> that's how. That's what I did. I made my own list. I love the geeky well, girls.
1: Yeah, I love geeks. Well, it all worked out. My wife well. is a geek.
0: Your wife now total is a total geek. geek, and I love it. Yeah, it's so interesting to me. Yeah, because the other ones are so image conscious. They spend them time. It's a narcissistic life. They don't really care about you because they're looking in the mirror. They're trying to improve yeah. themselves right. to look good for the outside. I'm like, why do you need to look good for the outside? You have me, <laughs> but you know why? Why do you have to like make everybody else go? Oh, you look so hot. Yeah. You know what's that about? So I want someone who's geeked out. She, my wife's into like she reads ingredients. You ever know she anybody. She reads ingredients. She reads ingredients. So we she's were, a help nut. Yeah, she's a everything nut. But see, that's oh. the way Philadelphia terms it, health nut. Like, it's nuts to be healthy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you it is. We consider it nuts to be healthy. That's the craziest We have cheese thought. steaks. That's the craziest thought ever when you think about it. What a health nut. What, an, wanna, idiot. what an idiot. You want to be healthy? You want to live long? <laughs> what a premise that is. I never thought about that. That's how they word it here. That's where we got it. out nut. of your mind. Yes. If you live in California, I grow my own vegetables out. But you do. I don't tell anyone. It's a good thing you moved. I <laughs> wouldn't be accepted here. I know I, I have a big garden out there and I right. present to my wife, you know like I used to you know present you know my penis, but, but in the old days, you know, just take it out, here you go. Does that look good to you? Now I wow. present uh, fruits and vegetables. Wow! Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, you still you'll, have, you'll have to, have to go live with out the there penis. sometimes. So we're going to wrap up the show by one thing is yep. uh, it is called Can I Help You? Because I Can love helping people. I okay. fixed up marriages. Nine marriages right. I fixed up. Wow! Yeah, not including my own. Right. Uh, that puts me in double digits. But uh, I've helped people with all the strangest of things. Uh, we could go kind of simple and talk about where you're going to live, or or maybe you have something deeper you want to share. I do share. have something deep. Wow. And you're the person
1: I want to ask because you did it once, maybe even more than once. When do you know it's time to retire? I'm at that age. You did retire a while. I did. I did. And I
0: can only share my experience on that. When do you know? Hmm. When when I felt like I had done it all, like I felt like I put it, you know, they say put it all out there. When I put it, I left it all on the field. Right. And I know you could probably relate to that. There was nothing I felt. It wasn't like career achievements I'm understanding now that I have this perspective that no matter how far you get, you want to go further, and that's no way to live. The loneliest night of my life was the night I won American Com- Comedian of the Year American Comedy Awards. That loneliest amazing. night of my life.
1: Because where do you go from there? Yeah,
0: I was in the back of the limo, and the guy goes, where do you want to go? I was there with my trophy. I go, I don't know where to go. I was alone. <laughs> wow. He dropped me at the comedy store, and they made fun of me because I had my oh. trophy with me. So this was the loneliest night of my life, and here I am winning this thing. I, I won Emmy Awards. I got drunk yeah. and fell into a bush. I mean, these are th- that's the thing is no matter how high you go, like the Oscars. You ever watch the Oscars? All the time. I won't watch anymore because no. I realize how ridiculous it is. The same person that won can't get past the velvet rope three years later because you're not hot. And it's an illusion. It's all an illusion. So, so, that, so, so what, what happened was- So you don't so, strive. So with the reti- I, don't, I don't have the same reasons for striving. Right. That's the thing is, it's the purpose shifted on why I do this. So if your purpose is still born out of resentment, or still born of, I'm going to get even with somebody, I'm going to get revenge, I'm going to get back at that. If that's the purpose, you're going to hit a bottom on that or the end of that probably any minute now, maybe even after talking right. to me. So, but Damn. if your purpose is to be enriched by the responses and enriched, obviously money helps too, because mm. you know, if you make good money, if, if you're still enriched, you stay with it. If you're not, and you're still in it for those old reasons, that's the reason for me to go. So I, my whole reason for coming back to the business, it's switched into one of purpose. I really do love making people laugh. Well, that's it. That's I what I see when I you. That's even doing this podcast. Make a difference.
1: Shoe, I'm not lying when I say I've seen a lot of comics perform. No one enjoys the reaction of the crowd, yet you really feed off it. I feed off it.
0: I can see it. But that still goes for if you're interviewing me this morning, people were laughing in your cast and you. Absolutely. When I see that happening, it sparks. It sparks. It's a spark, a spark, another spark.
1: So and, you'll never
0: retire. Well, I would never retire from making people laugh. But there's a difference, though. There's a difference between that and doing it in the form that I'm doing it. I could do speeches. I could do, you know, just being on radio shows or whatever it is. Right. I can make four people laugh. I'm just happy it's, at 4,000. Yeah. As matter of fact, it's less pressure. It's more intimate. Wow. So whatever, if you're, if I, I, I can't give you advice, I can only give you my experience. My experience is I came back in, well, I came back in for the money, too. So the money dries up. Mm-hmm. If you're set financially and you feel like you put it all in the field, that's the time where you know.
1: Well, the thing that would hold me back is then I'd have so much time I'd want to help people, and I never want to do that.
0: <laughs> I think you would. You don't know that.
1: No, I, it's a special place for me in hell, do, Craig.
0: Do, do, you, do, you do you have a group of friends? No,
1: I don't have any friends.
0: You, you really don't? I do not. I'm actually believing you. No, I have no friends. You you have uh, is it like a fear of intimacy, or do you feel like no?
1: Uh, people that I have befriended have ultimately disappointed me in some way, and I said it's not worth it. I have a dog, Bentley. He's great. I have a wife I really love, and I have great kids, and that's this. That's it. That's enough. Is that right? I and don't need the rest of it.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean, and, right? and I I'll, I'm that way with uh, my friends are. It's a very intimate group. Now, right. I know a lot of people that I'm friendly with and I'm big, giant yeah. Rolodex and stuff like that, right. which is great for movie producing. I call them up and, you know, actor friends and things like yeah. that. But friend-wise, this business doesn't have friends. No. They have it's friends that use throat. you along the way. I know you ran into an incident. Uh, I was about to do your a uh, guy that I knew from you. Yes. I knew him from you. He produced your show and, right. and so on. And... I just on instinct, I said I was on my way to do his show. They, they you know, Helium, the comedy club organized, and I'm doing a show. Mm-hmm. Like, eh, I'm like, I'm going to check in with Angelo. Because that's the one thing. I'm a loyal friend. You really are. I'm very loyal. And, right. you know, to a fault sometimes because no, you it gets really in are. the way sometimes. So I said, I'm going to check with Angelo. And you un- unequivocally said, do not do his show. You know, it oh, reminded yeah. me of the mob, by the way. <laughs> no, it was <laughs> basically, basically,
1: well, there's one less friend. You're gone. I'll take you off the list. I me, you were going to take
0: me off the list. Yes, you were
1: done. Okay, let me ask you. And this. I like you a lot, but let, it's like, it doesn't take a lot for me. Well, to Well, it would feel like a betrayal. But yeah, let me ask would, you this: What would. if I
0: did it? I, I told Meredith. I said by accident. God, I said, thank God you told me. I think by accident it, you would still have the same reaction.
1: I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure because you're, you're pretty high up on a very short list.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that gets me, but I feel a little better. Uh yeah, I have a feeling but even if by accident, because my, you really seem yeah. uh very passionate about that, very hurt. I'm very competitive and
1: since now the guy you're talking about is a competition. Yeah. Uh by I would just say well, shoemaker went to help him. Well then I guess he's not my friend
0: anymore. Wow, even man. but
1: if you didn't know, I mean I'd have to But other morning shows you don't bit. feel that. Not really.
0: No, it's not just really sports
1: in the city. Sports oh,
0: sports, period. Sports So no matter who was hosting that show in the that morning. yeah, wouldn't matter. Oh, I didn't know that. No, it wouldn't matter. Well, it's a little more personal with him because you weaned him and, co- and coached worse. him all the time so, I'm
1: pretty much an all or nothing guy anyway.
0: Is that right? Yeah. No, so no matter who it is. Doesn't matter. Oh, so if you were like a late, you know, they used to have late night wars with Leno yep. and Letterman. Yes. You're like that.
1: I, I read that book and loved it. Oh, you did? Yes. I would have been the the one hiding in the closet listening to see what they said (laughs) about me and the other guy. I looked
0: at that. Leno went way downhill with me.
1: No. With me, it was like, yeah, that's me. That's what I would have done.
0: Yeah, so I went in the closet and I heard some things that they were saying about me. I wanted to know what my ratings were.
1: I don't know how you do all those voices. It really is amazing to me. (laughs) And you do so many great ones. It blows I, my I mind. I stopped
0: doing them, though. You shouldn't. Because no one knows who the hell they are anymore. No well, one knows Leno. Well, then update
1: do some current ones. You could do uh, Trump.
0: Uh, oh, who the hell wants to do Everybody does <laughs> Trump. You could do Trump. Not yet, but I'm working on yeah, it. Yeah, it's easy. You just do the right. hands, the accordion hands. <laughs> <laughs> just do something like that. Well, Angela, this is a lot of fun. Um, how do we find you? Are you, on, uh, you don't even do your own Twitter, I'll bet.
1: I do. You I'm do? I'm on Twitter at Angelo she- Cataldi. I am on Twitter.
0: Isn't that interesting, by the way? You pronounce it Cataldi. Yes. I think in Philly we say Cataldi. Because my cousin is Jimmy Cataldi. So now you're going to tell me how to pronounce my name. I know. It seems (laughs) very... If you're going to live here, (laughs) you just went way down the list. If you're going to live here, you say your damn name right.
1: Well, I use the Rhode Island pronunciation, so you're probably right.
0: Uh, (laughs) Cataldi. Angelo Cataldi. I can even hardly say it. Was our guest today. Uh, he's been on WIP. He's literally a radio icon, and he was. A, I was so honored that he would do my my podcast. I actually finally got his phone number after 30 years of knowing him. When do I get paid for and, this? And I'm I, just curious, Craig. I knew you were going to ask for something. Do I get a little I have, check? I, have, I got some tasty cakes in the other room. You can No, go, those were go. here before you uh, got here. That, that is true. Thanks for calling me out on that. <laughs> but um, I really do appreciate it. it. Was it was it was a, a fun hang because we never really did get the hang. And that's what podcasts are right. about. You can really say anything. Although we never went dirty the entire time.
1: Well, I'll invite me back
0: sometime. I okay. I have one more. We'll get. To, I have great stories. By the way, that you will love.
1: I heard what you do with Daryl Hannah. No, He's not Daryl Hannah. No. Unbelievable. I've got some
0: great sex stories, soft porn stories. Oh man. Yeah, I should have. We should do a whole other podcast. Let's but do you, it. You have to go look for a house in my old neighborhood. Yes, I do. <laughs> I love it. I you'll you'll love it. Tony's Pizza City. You've got to go there. It is the greatest pizza ever. He's I not my sponsor or anything. Maybe he no, will. No, but
1: hopefully by you
0: mention that, I get free one. Get <laughs> something I'm, out of this. I'm supposed to have a sign-off. I can't even remember what it is. I just started doing this again. <laughs> they gave me a sign-off that I was supposed did. to so, hey, laugh on. Oh, jeez, I don't know what it is. Whatever it is, have a great day. I hope I helped you with something today, even if it was just to help you laugh and have a chuckle. I'll see you next time. Laughterheals.org. Go give it a visit, check it out, see how you can support. It's a nonprofit organization which offers grins, giggles, and guffaws. raises the awareness of the healing powers of laughter. Working in aftercare facilities, hospitals, with warriors, cancer patients, rehabs. Well, just about everybody needs laughter. We're here to spread it around. It is the best medicine, so just open up and say ha-ha. This episode was brought to you by laughterheals.org. How was that for my announcery advertising promotion voice? afterhills.org